Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Mom Bitch. I am your host, Alonda, and I'm so happy you chose to tune in today. This is episode number nine. Do men even want to be providers anymore? How was your week? Mine was okay. Um, I have some changes that I've decided to make. Um, I know week after week I talk about different things that go on with my job. And um, I have spoken before about how I've enjoyed working with children. But I think it's time for me to move on. Like, I know I've told you all about how Nyla keeps getting sick. And I'm honestly one sickness away from quitting my job and quitting my career as a nurse because I just can't take it. I don't like seeing her sick all the time. So me and my man made the decision that we want to pull her out of daycare or at least cut down on the amount of time that she's at daycare a day. So in order for me to be able to do that, I would have to go to a second or third shift position somewhere. As I said before, I do want to stay with the company that I'm at. Um, I am eligible to transfer into another position. So I've just been applying to other positions and weighing my options. On one hand, I feel kind of bad because our office is always short-staffed. One of the other employees just recently put a resignation in. This was supposed to be her last week, but she's been she's called out for the rest of the week. So I guess her last week was last week. <laughs> and um, I did have to speak to my supervisors about it. Um, and my nursing supervisor, she, she on one hand, I know she likes me. And I know she doesn't want me to leave and she sounded supportive of me. But then ever since I told her that I've been applying for other positions, she's just been acting a little funny. And then the manager, um, I had to tell her, of course, um, because the um, company reaches out to your current leader for internal feedback. So I wanted to be able to speak to her before they reached out to her, letting them know that I had applied for a position. However, she was on vacation and then she had a death in her family. So she wasn't back yesterday, but she ended up coming back to work today. However, she still has some stuff going on, so she kind of wasn't all there. But I did speak to her, and she did seem to understand where I was coming from, and she respected I told her in that way. And she said she's supportive of me. Now, I'm trying to give her a little bit of a benefit of the doubt because she hasn't responded to the um, it's a the people are called um, their talent acquisition representatives, and she was supposed to give them the feedback. And we talked about it this morning. And then as of this afternoon, she hadn't given the feedback. However, I had also had them CC my nursing supervisor in the email because I didn't think that the manager was going to be back so soon. So I would have thought since the nursing supervisor has known that I've been applying for positions since last week, I would have thought that she would have went ahead and did the feedback. 
But as of right now, neither one of them has given them feedback. And it's very frustrating because, I mean, they don't know this part, but I've had two interviews. The one interview is with the emergency room, which that is like my ideal nursing position. I um want to get my Grey's Anatomy on. <laughs> so I really want that position. The talent acquisition lady had said that the ER wants to offer me the position. They're just waiting on the internal feedback from my job. And the hours are pretty much perfect. It's three days a week, 12-hour shifts. I would work 3 p.m. till 3 a.m. So, um... I mean, it just it just works out. It's right up the street from our house. Um, like I said, it's only three days a week, so it frees me up time to, you know, be home, get things in order, and then I'm not working until 3 p.m. So I can have, make sure the house is clean and dinner is made before Shay and the kids come home. Nyla would just have to go to daycare from about 2, 2.30 p.m. until about 6 when her dad would pick her up and Shay, I mean, Tristan would stay at school in aftercare, you know, when school starts back up. And um, I just think that's a perfect schedule. However, I had also applied for one of our nursing homes and um, that schedule is 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Friday, no weekends. That's perfect as well because I still have, um, I still am able to have my weekends off, which is extremely rare with a nursing home. Usually you would at least have to work every other weekend. So that's perfect. And then if you think about it, Monday through Friday, Shay and I don't get home until maybe the earliest has been 5 30 p.m but the latest has been about 7 p.m so if i'm getting off of work at 11 it's really not that much of a um you know time away from them and again i'll my weekends will be free so i just feel like that's perfect as well but my first choice is to go with the er because i just like the fact that i only would have to work three days a week although I would have to work every other weekend so the reason why it's hard it's not really hard for me to make a decision about it but I would really like to receive the offer from the ER they've already given me the offer for the nursing home position like as far as the pay which is excellent it's a it's a big jump from what I'm getting paid at the doctor's office and they're just waiting on me to accept. But being that, but this location is about a 30 minute drive from my house. And like I said, it's a strict Monday through Friday, three to 11. So, um, and I mean my patient load, um, mm, I wouldn't say my patient load it's more than the ER because, I mean, it's just, you know how many patients you're going to have. I'm going to have about 20 patients to myself. Um, in the ER, you don't know how many people is going to come in and what you're going to be doing. And I kind of like that. But um, 
I just think that the location and the hours, like I said, is is perfect for me for the ER. So I would really like to consider both offers before I make a decision. But being that they didn't give them that feedback yet, and that's what they seem to be waiting on for the ER position. And might I add, I, I on the manager's behalf, maybe she's not being petty. But I think that my supervisor is being petty and they're prolonging it and hoping that I lose the position because they're short staffed. They don't want me to go. And then even when they do or when I do accept a position or when they do give the feedback, they can hold me up to a month according to the jobs policy. So they're going to be petty either right now they're being petty or they're going to continue to be petty by holding me for a month. So. We'll see. Um, We'll see. I'll keep you all posted. So I've been thinking a lot lately about returning to school. Um, I'm currently an LPN, which is a licensed practical nurse. I've been an LPN for about four years. However, I've always had the desire to be an RN, which is a registered nurse. Um, I was actually in a RN program first. Um, it was after I had Tristan. Very tough program. Like you really can't work. You have to have a strong support system because you you have to be able to study and you have to be available for clinicals you can barely miss school otherwise you'll get kicked out the program it's a two it was a two-year associate's degree program and um you can only fail two classes before you're kicked out of the program so in the beginning of the program I ended up failing one class and I repeated it and then Six months before I was supposed to graduate, I ended up failing another class. And the reason behind that was stuff had got, money had got real tight in the household. And I had to go back to work. I ended up working a third shift job at the hospital. And um, I was just doing way too much. And I wasn't able to study like I should. And then I ended up failing out the program. I was very devastated. I took about a year off and then I, they had opened a new school in the town that I was living in and they had the LPN program, which was only about, when I say it was like a 15, 16 month program. Um, and I breezed right through that and I ended up, you know, graduating and getting licensed and that's what I'm doing now, but I still have the desire to be an RN. It just puts me in a better financial position. It'll put me in, you know, a position to get better opportunities. Um, it'll just really have me set for life. So with that being said, I've been thinking a lot about going back to school, but I know that I'm not in a position to not work. And it's really hard to find an RN program in which I would be able to work a full-time job and still be in that program. So 
I've been looking into other options. I mean, there is one online program that I've looked into off and on. The only issue that I have with it is that because a lot of it's online, um, certain states don't will not accept your nursing license if you graduated from that school. Um, I mean, none of the states that all of the states that I would think that I would live in does accept it, which is good. But I just don't like the fact that my nursing license would be restricted. You know what I'm saying? Or that somebody might look at my nursing license as it's not a good license because of the type of school that I went to. I don't know. So I've been thinking about going into the pre-physician's assistant program. And the reason why I've been thinking about that is because, number one, um, after becoming an RN, I had a desire to be a nurse practitioner as well. Um, I'm not... It just depends on when I finish school if I would go on to be a nurse practitioner. But a physician's assistant is kind of on the same level as a nurse practitioner. However, your coursework is geared a little more towards being a doctor than being a nurse. Um, so a physician assistant generally gets paid a little bit more than a, a nurse practitioner. Um so I've been thinking about that program because I found a school here in Georgia in which I can complete that program pretty much the whole program online. And that would be beneficial to me. Also, my job would pay for um, the school, like do tuition reimbursement. And then I could always, if I didn't want to go all the way as, as a physician assistant, because, you know, I would have to do a graduate program after that one, just like if it was pre-law or pre-med, you would have to go to medical school or the law school. I would have to go to the actual physician assistant school at that time. But because I would obtain a bachelor's degree in the pre-physician's assistant program, I could always do an accelerated registered nurse program and they would take my credits from the uh, pre-physician assistance program and I could still get my, you know, degree in either field. So I hope that makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out how to get to the next step without having to cut back on work or at least not having to do it anytime soon because I know I'm not in the position to do that. So it's just been a lot to think about. A lot's been on my mind lately. So how was your Easter Sunday? Mine was pretty good. Um, we had to meet Tristan's God family to pick him up because he was in South Carolina for spring break. Um, but I did start cooking my Easter dinner early that morning before we left out. So the only thing that I had to make when we got back was the cornbread muffins and rice. Um, but the whole meal I cooked, um, smothered turkey wings, mac and cheese, uh, collard greens, um, glazed ham, and 
as I said, the rice and it was jalapeno cheese corn muffins. So it was pretty good. The family enjoyed it. Other than that, we just relaxed for the rest of the day and prepared ourselves for the Monday work and school day. Um, this is the first year that I didn't get Tristan an Easter basket. Um, and I know it was Nyla's first Easter, but she's not going to remember it. So <laughs> I don't really feel too bad, um, but I'll probably um, get back on it next year. Um, I have a homegirl. I know I mentioned this before. She makes like different buckets for kids for like for each holiday or for whatever you want her to make it for. She also sells like the treats and stuff. She's like the treat lady for parties and stuff. She'll do like the chocolate covered oils and pretzels and things like that. So I usually have her make the buckets, but this year for Valentine's Day, I went all out and I got my man and both of the kids Valentine's buckets and it cost almost $200. So um, I said, I think we could hold off on the the Easter buckets because shoot, they still have stuff in their Valentine's buckets they haven't touched yet. So <laughs> I think everybody's good in the household. So I wasn't going to do any news reports this week because the last couple weeks, the news reports have just been so tragic and devastating and depressing, but I just couldn't let this one get past me, ma'am. A Maryland daycare worker is accused of abusing children on video. Now, I had... I saw this going around on Instagram and um, I believe Facebook and I would not click on the videos like because I just I know me and I would have been so enraged. But Prince George County police say that Kayla Greenwell recorded herself abusing the children on her cell phone. That's all I needed to read. I didn't need to read the rest of the article. I didn't need to see any of the videos of her abusing the children. The, the headline would be, y'all done recorded me whooping this bitch ass. Because I just don't understand. Like, you you take your children to a child care facility. Clearly, background checks don't mean shit. Because, I mean, maybe she just wasn't getting caught abusing children. I don't understand how somebody like that pass a background check and be working at a daycare center and then your big dumb ass is recording yourself abusing children. Like you want to die. You want something to happen to you. You're mentally unstable or something. Something has to be wrong with you for you to, number one, put your hands on somebody else's child and number two, record that shit. You need to be put under the jail. You need to be persecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Somebody need to stomp the shit out your ass. Uh, when you go to prison and they find out what you did, they gonna kill you. They gonna beat you, rape you, whatever they gonna do. 
And you deserve it. I hate to say it, but you deserve it. Putting your hands on somebody else's kid and recording it. That don't make no damn sense to me. So, yeah. This is why I didn't want to do news reports this week. Because it's always some bullshit. But I just couldn't let this um, this one go by. It's unfortunate. Prayers up to the families of these children. I hope they're okay. I hope there hasn't or will not be any lasting damage. I hope they'll be able to cope in life. And I hope that their families are able to support them and protect them the best they can. But, you know, a person like me who already has so much anxiety about, like, things happening, what could happen... Um, it's hard for me to leave my kids with anybody. It's hard for me to send my daughter to daycare. It's hard for me to think about my children not being around me and what could possibly happen to them. So I could only imagine what these parents are going through after seeing those videos and finding out what was going on with their children. So prayers up to them and I pray that this um, young lady gets the help that she needs because clearly something's wrong with her. On a brighter note, I'm looking forward to date night this Friday. Shay has told me that he's going to take me out on a date. It's much needed, long overdue. We haven't been out since our um, parents' night out the weekend before um, Valentine's Day. Well, actually, um, we have been out. Um, I think that was last week. We went to um, Top Golf. I believe I told you about that. But you know, that was kind of like a couple hour, couple hour trip. It wasn't like an official date night per se. But it still was much needed time out. But I just look forward to getting out with him, having some drinks, eating. I think we're going to catch a movie and just being away from the kids for a couple hours. I was able to get our babysitter that we had. Um, She used to work at Nyla's daycare. Then she decided to stay home with her kids. Um... So she had offered to keep Nyla sometimes and we've taken her up on that offer. So we look forward to Friday night. So let's get into the topic of the day. As always, I don't plan to hold you long. Um, But the topic of today, do men even want to be providers anymore? And what prompted me to do this episode is that exact statement. I saw it in a Facebook group that I'm in. And of course, it had a lot of comments. And um, I mean, you have to think about it. It's a difference nowadays of how this generation of men act as opposed to older men or people in the previous generations. Because It was a time where the man was the provider. He was the sole breadwinner. He made the decisions. He, you know, made the money, took care of his kids, his wife, 
and it was no problem with that. And the wife was primarily in the household. They were taking care of the kids, taking care of her husband, cooking and cleaning and doing everything they needed to keep the household together. Most of the men back in the day didn't want their women to work. Their women didn't have to work because they took care of that. They took care of the things that was considered the manly duties, the yard work, the um, the fixing stuff, taking out the trash, whatever was considered a man duty, they did that. And that seemed to have worked for a while. It seems like those families and those relationships stayed together because everything was in the correct order. Well, a lot has changed since then. A lot has changed since back in the day. More women are wanting to come from outside of the household and they don't just want to be mothers. If they even want to be mothers at all, they don't just want to be housewives. If they want to be housewives at all, they want to work. We want to work. We want to get an education. We want to make our own money. Some of us want to do that and still have kids and As women evolved and as women decided to do these things, it seems like a lot of men don't feel like they have to be providers anymore. Um, It's always these debates on social media about men wanting women to pay 50% of the bills. That's wonderful. You can go 50-50 on the bills, but if you're going 50-50 on the bills... You also have to go 50-50 on everything else that's required in that relationship. If she's working a full-time job and you're working a full-time job, you can't expect her to also take care of the kids, cook and clean, take care of you while you don't help with anything else. And a lot of men think because they work, they don't have to do anything else. It's a woman's job to do the housework and take care of the kids. But that's not the case, and that's not fair. You can't want women to do their womanly duties, whatever that means, but you not do your manly duties and how, you know, how it used to be where the man is the sole provider. You understand what I'm saying? So men want you to go 50-50 when it comes to the bills. Some men, this is not all men, but they don't want to go 50-50 on anything else. That's a big issue for me. Um, I can't stand a cheap man. You know, I, I, I appreciate a man who doesn't want to splurge and spend a lot of money or waste a lot of money. That's what's up. That's responsible. But I can't stand a man that complains about spending money. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're on a date and like he's counting every penny for that date. Like, why did you take me on a date? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not attractive. It's a turn off. If you can't afford the date, don't take a woman out on a date. You know what I'm saying? Don't complain about money all the time. Um, if you don't want to spend it, don't spend it. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I just don't know what to say about that. Y'all know what I mean about 
somebody being cheap and somebody pitching pennies all the time. Like, I don't have to explain that. Um, My biggest issue, we talked about this in the child support episode. Not wanting to pay child support. Back in the day, men wanted to provide for their children. They did what they could to provide for their children. And even the men that bust their ass at work and wasn't still wasn't making enough money, they still didn't want their woman to work. You know what I'm saying? They still wanted to do their job as a man. These men nowadays, they be mad about paying $25 a week in child support. It's ridiculous to me. Um, going on dates, like men be wanting you to plan the dates and the, like they don't put no effort in, into the date. They don't want to spend no money. They feel like they should be the ones taking on a date. And yes, it should be 50, 50 when it comes to dating. But the biggest issue for me, like I said, is the complaining. (laughs) Nobody wants a man that's complaining. Just like y'all don't want women that be nagging and all that stuff we don't want a man that's cheap and complaining and whining all the time it's a turn off and then you know men be so mad that women are independent women are saying they don't need men they're making more money than men you know it comes down to having to adapt to your surroundings and adapt to your environment I don't know who's raising these dudes, these new age dudes that don't feel like they have to pay nothing, take care of nothing, do anything, and everything is just supposed to come to them. But that's not how it's working, boo. So it comes down to the fact that what do I need you for if you don't want to pay a bill? What do I need you for if you don't want to take out the trash? If you don't want to do anything with the kids? Like if you expect me to cook clean take care of the kids and pay the bills what do i need you for so it's so many women out here because these i'm gonna call it new aged men these new aged men are lazy and selfish shit they want to be gold diggers just like the female gold diggers you know what i'm saying what do we need you for that's why there are so many independent women i hate right now the backlash that Ashanti's getting in the um, media like it was something going around that says she's 42 with never been married no kids that something has to be wrong with her ain't nothing wrong with her she's smart as shit if you think about it she's been in a few relationships clearly those relationships didn't work out she's been making her money ever since she was young what she need a man for especially if this is you know a whole bunch of foolishness Um, and I don't know her situation. I don't know why. Maybe she just didn't want to have kids. People don't have to have kids. People, maybe she just didn't want to get married. People don't have to get married. That don't mean that there's anything wrong with you. Um, these days the dating pool is slim pickings. And I won't just say that about men. It's, it's women too. It's, it's some um, no good, don't want anything for their self. All they want to do is just depend on somebody else type females out here. And that's unattractive. So it's slim pickings. It's like people don't have any values or morals or, you know, discipline or whatever you want to say about the situation. People don't have that anymore. So. 
The question remains, do men even want to be providers anymore? I don't know. You tell me. I would love some feedback. I would love feedback from female listeners, male listeners, um, anything that I said that you agree with, that you don't agree with, just send me an email at letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's letsmom.b.podcast at gmail.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at letsmombitch. Um, I don't know that I have much more to talk about on this subject. Um, I just thought that that post was interesting in the group. Um, I could agree with what a lot of people were saying. Um, I, I, mean, I, just, I just don't know. I just, it's not, it's not common nowadays for, you know, men or people in general to just handle stuff as it was handled back in the day and some changes were good changes I think it's good that us women are getting out here and making lives and having careers for ourselves and not having to depend on a man but I'm also a traditional girl and I you know, I think that the man should be the head and the man should be the protector and the, the provider. Who do you look up to? Who do you, you know, go to for that love and support? You know, who do you go to as the head of the family? People struggling to be the heads now. They're, women and men are butting heads with each other. The roles are changed. And I think that that causes us a lot of problems in life. So I don't know. I definitely am looking forward to your feedback. Um, if I get enough feedback, maybe we'll share those responses on air. But I would love to hear from you all. All right, so you know what time it is. We're going to go ahead and get into Fishbowl Combo. Tonight, I'm going to do two questions for you all. Let me mix it up real good. All right. Question number one. Do you believe in soulmates? I do believe in soulmates. I am a hopeless romantic. I um, believe that there can be somebody out there or there is somebody out there that's meant for you now do I think that you and your soulmate will meet or will actually be together maybe not but I do believe that there is somebody out there for you and it just depends on what path you take in in life whether or not you meet that person. And when I say it's somebody for you, it could be several people for you, but I mean that I believe that everybody has that perfect person that you're supposed to be paired with. And it just determines your life, how you live your life determines whether you actually meet that person or not, you know? So I do believe in soulmates. 
what fears do you have? Well, right about now, I have a lot of fears because I um, suffer with generalized anxiety disorder. So um, everything is just, I'm, I just worry about everything. So um, I guess I have a fear of being old and alone. Um Yeah, I mean, I guess that's my biggest fear, being old and alone. That's not what I want. I want my family around, my children, my man. You know, I I just want to live a happy, long life with surrounded by family. So that is my fear. Um, so I guess I will do the affirmation for today. And that affirmation is, I trust my intuition to make intentional parenting choices and decisions. All right. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode. Please tune in every Monday at 9 p.m. This week, my episode was late, so just know that I will always have an episode during the week. It will most likely be Mondays after 9 p.m. But if for some reason it's not up there by then, just keep checking back because it will be up there. So you all have a good night, a good week, and tune in next time.